Thanks for joining me. Be quiet. <laughs> Sitting here forever waiting for you. I'm sorry. Oh my god, you really have. It's been like 10 minutes. So... I know. I'm like, you're like, hurry up. I was like, okay, I'm ready. Well, I was good. I was usually when you say okay, like it's usually more time than what we always say. So I'm like, okay, well, I have I can watch this for 30 minutes and Relax, and you got finished in like nineteen minutes. So, oh, huh. okay, yeah. Sorry. And what are you eating today? <laughs> I cannot. I'm sorry. You're not. You're not sorry. <laughs> you're I'm you're sorry. sorry. Sorry, and you're tired. <laughs> Um, I was eating a little, little sweet, little sweet thing, hmm. you know. Yeah, a little, a little bit of dessert after eating dinner. Huh, well, I made dinner, but I have not eaten dinner because I just, I, I honestly, I don't know how, like, I can't believe the time that it is right now. I don't know where this day went. I didn't even like sleep in that late. So it's almost like it feels like a day where I like slept in really late. So there just wasn't enough time. But like, no, I've got up at a regular time and I just don't know where the day went. Like I, I things got done, a few things have gotten done that needed to get done, but not everything. And I'm still just sort of like, how did that, what just, what happened? I don't, I don't, I can't account. I feel like I blacked out at some point. <laughs> don't know what happened yeah so same here like I was gonna <clears> sleep <throat> in and that was like me sleeping in all of, of you know till eight o'clock you know got up and did the whole breakfast thing checked in you know had a couple of client you know things like you know just to keep in touch with them but I was like I'm staying in all day mm-hmm. that was kind of the plan because I had nothing to do it rained like crazy. We were on a tornado watch for most of yesterday. Oh, wow. Um, and it rained a lot. You know, it's kind of a nasty day. So I was like, I don't necessarily have anything to do. So not going to do anything. So um, I just kind of watched TV. I was starting this show called Emily in Paris. Oh, and yeah. Then just got, yeah, I just ended up because I was like, oh, God, there's like French and subtitles. I was like, I have to really pay attention. Yeah, so. that's too much. Yeah, so I just kind of um, went into a whole West Wing thing and started watching that because I was like, I feel like I need to watch it now because you're watching it. So I have to like refresh myself for the episodes that you're on. So it's such a big deal for me. It's such a big deal for me. You don't know how excited I am about this. And when you get to certain parts, I'm like, I'm just waiting. It's like, oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, then I cooked dinner. Like, I was, like, I wanted, like, dinner. So I made, like, smothered chicken and turnip greens 
and rice, and I had cornbread muffins. Ooh, cornbread muffins. Delicious. Oh, but let me tell you, these are not like regular cornbread muffins. That was one this water, I'm sorry. So this um so the pan the um biscuit people, the canned biscuit people, I can't think of Pillsbury, I get okay. I think it's Pillsbury. Um they have cornbread now. In the same little can thing? Yeah, girl. Cornbread oh, muffin. Stop it. So that's been all the rage in one of my groups. People were like, have you tried it? Have you tried it? Have you tried it? I don't like it. Well, I do. Blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, I got to find it. So finally, it's made it to the Publix and the Kroger. Okay. And so it's been in their fridge for a couple weeks at least. And I was like, I just haven't been in the mood for cornbread. Sure. So I was like, I'm going to, you know, make it. And I liked it. It was fine. I was okay. like, oh, this is, this is really easy compared to mix if I don't feel like. Yeah, you know, having to mix it, that's a big deal. So, yeah. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, here we go. I made oxtails and okra and rice yesterday, so in the Instapot. So, I'm doing it. You're doing a whole lot. Yeah, I am. I'm doing a whole lot of cooking. Very good. I did not do all of that. I literally just grilled some chicken, the pre-marinated Trader Joe's, you know, uh, pollo asado, um, mm-hmm. so good though. It's, yeah, it's so good. But I was just like, I'm not doing any seasoning of anything. <laughs> like, I just, I'm mad that the seasoning is where you draw. You're like, you know what? I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not I even. Cut gonna onion and a bell pepper today. I thought I was doing it today. I was cooking. I, I cut yeah. an onion and a bell pepper today. Yeah, you were. You were the whole lot I of was cooking. Yes, you were doing it. I was like. I don't like I knew like because I went shopping after work on Friday and I knew like I was like yeah I'm not having it this weekend so it's just like all just like the most basic the easiest way out of everything um Mm -hmm. so yeah picked up the pre-marinated thing today I was like okay like sparked up the um the range my range has that grill on it you know Mm um I was like you know easy breezy just a few rounds of different it's it's a lot of chicken so it took like i think three different you know okay. whatever but it was fine and done in like you know under 30 minutes and that was that i'll like pair it up with some brown rice and whatever and that'll be that um so yeah okay. i was just like so like i got things done but i'm just sort of like yeah i just i somehow yeah the day just got away from me and I don't and then like and there was just like way too much too many communications that coming in and then needing to go out like you know I had like phone calls that then you know required like action items and like so I just it just felt like that's why I was behind on the prepping for for the episode because I was like responding to things and then being like oh shoot I sent that email but I didn't like include this so here's hi again here's a second email with like additional da 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 and you know it was it was a whole lot and my brain's sort of mm. like okay what just happened yeah so I like literally the fact that I'm like looking outside and the sun is setting I'm like I don't what what is happening right now yeah I looked up and it was like four o'clock and I was like what 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 I do today? So I, yeah, like, I feel I like do... I did a lot of talking, a lot of commu- like but like texting or there's phone calls, texting, emails, just a lot of communicating for a Sunday. That's what. Okay, I'm... well, 
Yeah. No more. In me, it was kind of the same level of communication mm. that I do. You know, I talk to, you know, Nasia a million times a day. And the last phone call, I was like, I've been begging her to do something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because, you know, there's so many things we have to do. And I was like, Nasia, I just need you to do this one thing, please. Like, by Sunday, like, have it done. And so she finally did. And I was like, praise Jesus, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, kind of other stuff. And the little girl was like, uh, I want to say hello. I want to say hello. So she's like, uh, hi, Auntie Kristen. I'm eating spaghetti. I was like, okay, fantastic. <laughs> so, do you, I was like, oh, that sounds delicious. Do you want some? I was like, no, I don't want any. I just had some chicken, but that sounds really great. Oh, That's- my gosh. Yeah, kids are so funny because they always like just kind of like randomly report on whatever's happening in the moment. Um, yeah, and she loves to tell me that. Like, she's like, oh my God, I just made um, corn pudding. She told me, she's like, I helped, I helped, I helped. I put in the eggs, I put in the butter. And the seal was like, I actually just remember that I forgot the butter to put the butter in, but she knew that the, the butter should have gone in there. So she's telling me, I guess, telling you what should have gone in there. Right. And she's like, I mixed it up and it was so good. I'm going to save you some. Like, no, I'm going to save you. See, I can't. <laughs> I can't with the babies. I can't with the babies. You are not, first of all, you kind of didn't really make it. And two, <laughs> you're not. You're not you. You're not doing anything. You're not saving me. Yeah, I can't. You don't save me, but I was I like, cannot. <sighs> it's hilarious. it's more than I can handle. It really is. It's just more. Than, oh, they're too, they're too much. Oh, little kids are hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. So all of that. This is not the cooking show or the baby show. This is wait. Tell me everything. Yes, where we don't get to introduce ourselves for like. 10 minutes just out of just sheer habit and i'm andrea and i'm Kristen. and welcome. sorry for the noise and welcome welcome greetings and salutations greetings and salutations another week uh another batch of nonsense to report on um and uh, fill you in on so there you go mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. shall we shall we dive in Let's dive on in, friend. Lots to discuss. Lots, of uh, lots discuss. to discuss. Um, so we're going to start with um, just uh, from the middle of the week, this past week, uh, we had the vice presidential debate. And so this is out of the Sunday Times from October 11th. Um, the uh, byline is Danny Fortson, and the headline is Kamala Harris plays it sharp and not too ballsy. A carefully pitched performance in the debate with Mike Pence has strengthened the vice presidential candidate's support in the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, although, I don't know, like, did she, like, I feel like she came out of the Bay Area in a lot of ways. Like, I'd be surprised if she didn't already have a lot of support in the Bay Area, but. Oh, she's very controversial, you know, is, in California. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people keep talking, you know, the whole Willie Brown thing. Yeah. And then also the whole her prosecutorial record i'm like she was a prosecutor like i don't know what you okay think she's supposed to be a reformer as a prosecutor like that she did what prosecutors do so it's just crazy all right so this article starts off with uh derek johnson chuckled as he watched 
Kamala Harris, his friend of 40 years, stared daggers at Mike Pence in last week's vice presidential <laughs> This that honestly, like the looks were like the best part of this whole thing. Uh, oh, my favorite part. My favorite. Uh, Harris, 55, former prosecutor, shook her head as the vice president boasted about the Trump administration's handling of the coronavirus. She pursed her lips as he tap danced around the president's stance on race relations. She furrowed her brow. She side eyed. For many Americans, last week's debate, watched by 50 million people, was their first real exposure to Harris. But her old friend back home knew what was coming. He said, when she gave him them looks, I was like, okay, here we go. We were laughing, said Johnson. (laughs) Watching in Oakland, the city across the bay from San Francisco, where he and Harris grew up. Every second, I knew exactly what she was thinking. Trust and believe. In another era, the debate would have been celebrated publicly in her hometown as the launch of her short-lived bid for the Democratic presidential nomination was last year, when more than 20,000 people turned out downtown to hear her speak. Instead, much of the city remained shut or subject to severe restrictions as authorities seek to get a handle on the health crisis. Bars and cinemas are closed in most of California, but Manny Yakutiel, owner of Manny's Restaurant and Events, and, and event space in San Francisco held a virtual watch party. Dressed in drag, he cheered on the city's badass, quote-unquote, badass former district attorney and poked fun at Pence and the now-famous fly. Tell him, Kamala, tell him, he exclaimed as the vice presidential, as the vice president spoke, unaware of the insect that had alighted on his snow-white hair. <laughs> Did you see the Saturday Night Live skit? Um, I, I don't know. I don't think I did. I don't think I did. I didn't. Because there's one part where she's like, there's one part where she's like, well, this, okay, now I'm going to do the expression, um, that says blah, blah, blah. Now this expression, I'm going to give you Claire Huxtable. And then she's like, and this expression, (laughs) only other black women would understand some white women and all the gays. That is terrific. That is so good. Um, no, I haven't watched. I didn't have it watched this week's uh, SNL. So um, that's really funny, though. Um, members of the partisan viewing party praised Harris for walking the line between poise and aggression. One female onlooker said, she's amazing at managing what I call the female band in which we as women have to operate. She is doing it perfectly. She punches and is sharp, but not too ballsy. Uh, perhaps she had learned from... Uh, the reaction to her thoroughly ballsy performance in the first Democratic candidates debate last year when she wagged her finger at a wilting Joe Biden (laughs) and sparred with him over race, segregation, and school busing. Her presidential bid fizzled while he went on to win the nomination. Now, having been picked as running mate by Biden, despite, despite that altercation, she is a contender for the top seat once again. President Donald Trump recovering from COVID-19 is 74. Biden will turn 78 on November 20th. Whoever wins, America will have the oldest president to start a term. The vice president automatically succeeds if the president dies or cannot continue. So last week's face-off had added weight. The contrast between the potential successors to the Oval Office could not be more stark. Pence is a former talk show host from Indiana who calls his wife mother. Which is how like that's just I know that that's a, like an old school thing, but it's so creepy to me. 
Um, yeah. He, like, I get it. Like men call their wives like mom when they're in in with their when they're with their kids. Right. Like I get you know that. I mean? Like yeah. No. Like I get that. It's like ask mom. You know, talk to mom about it. Like I get that. It's like you you become mom and dad in the like in the dynamic of your like household like but not just in public um calling your wife mother it was just or like to one another Mm -hmm. you know i'm saying like it's when it's just the two of you or when it's yeah like or when you're referring to him or her yeah like i mean and i think this is i this is my feeling like across the board like i don't like the whole like daddy thing for like women mm-hmm. like that to me is like weird and weird and like you know when people are like oh yeah you know big daddy or that's my you know whatever <laughs> like all that the daddy father thing is gross to me too yeah because like yeah because i'm like i had like a dad so that's just strange yeah like he's, that's that sort of the sexualizing of that is weird gross yeah disgusting so i don't so this is the same this feels the same vein it's just very edible um so um going back to pence he's a devout christian staunchly anti-abortion and has fought against gay rights harris was raised by a single mother in oakland a city that when she grew up had one of the largest black populations in america a hotbed of activism and a birthplace of black panthers founded in 1966 two years after harris was born um Johnson, founder of a soul food restaurant, uh, the home of chicken and waffles, and a candidate for the city council, said Oakland had shaped his friend Kamala. We were the most fortunate generation of African-Americans, he said. We grew up in a very progressive city where we had a very large African-American professional population. It made us feel like we could accomplish anything. Our mothers made us feel like we could accomplish anything. Harris's mother, uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name, Shayamala? Um, is how it looks. Um, no, I don't know. It's don't know. shy, and then Amala. So I'm going to say it's shy Amala. Um, an immigrant from India who became a breast cancer researcher was her guiding force. Despite her split with Kamala's um, um, black father, an economist from Jamaica, Shyamala ensconced herself and her daughters Kamala and Maya squarely in the black community in her autobiography the truths we T- the truths we told harris wrote quote she chose and was welcomed to and enveloped in the black community it was the foundation of her american life the center of that life was in kamala's early childhood years rainbow sign a former mortuary turned black art center that was graced by Nina Simone, Maya Angelou, James Baldwin, and countless other cultural and political leaders who Harris wrote, quote, showed us what we could become. Harris took those lessons mm-hmm. to heart. She went on to become, I mean, that's pretty awesome to like have had that level mm-hmm. of like exposure. Right, exposure. That, yeah, that's young. That's amazing. It's awesome. So um, Harris took those lessons to heart. She went on to become the first black district attorney in San Francisco and the first black woman to serve as California's attorney general, the second to win a seat in the U.S. Senate and the first to be a vice presidential nominee. Trump has called Harris a, quote, phony, a communist and a, quote, monster and slammed her for flip flopping on issues such as health care because she supported a plan to socialize medicine only to later propose a program that would retain private insurance schemes. Once an opponent of legislating marijuana, she now supports it. 
In this tribal era of American politics, her inability to demarcate an identity that is neither left-wing progressive nor machine Democrat hamstring, hamstrung her presidential bid. Uh, friends and colleagues counter that. She is not an ideologue, but a pragmatist whose mother encouraged her to not burn down the system, but to change it from within. Shayamala, mm-hmm. who died in 2009, had a standard repost to her uh, daughter's complaints about injustices, large and small. Well, what did you do? So mm-hmm. this is a good, I thought, like, uh, there was a lot of different articles on um, the whole thing, but I just thought it was a good, kind of captured a lot of the different uh, pieces of that debate that I thought were just <laughs> like, you know, again, like I was basically like live, live uh, Facebook posting, like for like all mm-hmm. like, the whole thing, because it was just so funny. Like, I mean, just like the looks that she was giving him were just like, like, cause you know, literally I had the same reaction that her friend did. Like there were moments where I was like, Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, he's about to get it. I was like, he, get it. You know, yeah. I was like, he don't know that that smile and the, like, whatever, like he doesn't know what's coming after that. Cause it looks really like, you know, polite and sweet. The more it was like the scrunched up face and then the nodding. I was like, Oh, hell. oh yeah. He's about, he's about like, to really? get it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're lying right now. Right. That's like a big old lie. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's, um, it, it was, um, at least, you know, and I, I like, I, you know, people, whatever, I feel like debates are always the same, you know, whoever you are on the side of, people think that's the person that won the debate. Um, honestly, like, from, like, somebody who's, like, I really don't, like, have much, like, I don't, like, love either one of them or like whatever like I feel like it was pretty equal like he I think they both did a lot of like not answering questions no questions you know like mm-hmm. or, you know evading the questions that they didn't want to address and um you know I was just like it was pretty equal mm-hmm. like and you know and then like and some questions just completely went unanswered because they were like nope I want to go back to the thing that I was talking about before no you know mm-hmm. Pence did I think more of that but still they both did their fair share of like hold on I, I need to add you know I need I'm not gonna mm-hmm. I can't let that go because he just questioned this or she just did that so I have to answer that or whatever so but as far as the debate went, I think it's as close we're, as t- we're going to get to a real debate um, in this election. Like, there's in this campaign, yeah. you know, like, there's no way. Especially since the, there's not going to be another presidential debate. Well, the number two, the second one is it can't, pretty yeah. much not a thing. Right, because uh, Trump has now refused to do a virtual format. Um, even though he has COVID-19, like it's, and, and he's, why would I want to be in an enclosed space with you? Right. On a stage with no mask on. No. Like why? And why can't it be done virtually? Like you're doing all these other things. I mean, like, it's not like whatever the whole thing is just, it just kind of just makes it, Mm. you know, he Mm -hmm. didn't perform well in the first one and it's a great excuse to not, not, not to have do. to do another one or whatever. Now, the third one, I think, still remains to be seen. Like, if, you know, yeah. and then, you know, there's still questions about whether or not he's, like, still really sick. Like, so the the next uh, article. Well, you know, he's the perfect human specimen. Oh, my so. God. 
his blood cures COVID. Uh, it's so he's so ridiculous. Um, this is out of the Wall Street Journal from oh no, yeah, also October 11th today, and um, it says uh, the the headline is Trump is in a Trump isn't a transmission risk, White House physician says. So uh, this is by Rebecca Ballas. Uh, President Trump's physician said Mr. Trump has no longer considered is no, was no longer considered a transmission. Oh, my God, I cannot speak. President Trump's physician said Mr. Trump was no longer considered a transmission risk, but didn't say whether he still tests positive for COVID-19 in a memo released hours after the president's first public remarks since contracting the virus more than a week earlier. Mr. Trump, who didn't wear a mask, spoke Saturday to supporters on the White House lawn. And we're going to talk more about those quote-unquote supporters on the White House lawn in a minute. Um, The president emerged from the White House pumping his fist to cheers of USA from the audience of hundreds of pro-police activists. Quote, I'm feeling great, he said. In taped videos and brief appearances earlier in the week, the president had at times appeared short of breath but sounded better in his early in his nearly 20-minute speech. In a memo that evening, Dr. Sean Conley, the president's physician, said diagnostic tests show there is, quote, no longer evidence of actively replicating virus. Um, and just to um, dig into that quote, what that actually means is that um, it doesn't mean that he's not contagious. Like, part of the issue with the testing for COVID, especially when you've recently been um, uh, diagnosed or you've recently been positive, is that you are still shedding like dead virus for a while. So you might not have live virus, but you have like dead virus like that you're shedding and like to some degree. So you're going to keep testing positive, um, which is why like, for example, at a job like mine in healthcare setting at a hospital we've had many people many caregivers come down with uh COVID-19 and some had to be hospitalized others didn't had to just wait to you know like do the whole um waiting period at home um but many people had you have to test two times consecutively two um twice in order to be let back in, you have to test negative twice. Um, and oftentimes people test negative, then positive, or, you know, positive, then negative, then they have to do another like third test, you know, so it takes a while to actually get two negatives, because you're still shedding virus. So all that to say, he's only a week off of having, you know, presumably been diagnosed. So he's definitely not mm-hmm. safe yet. Um, but and his doctor seems like a total quack. Who, Doctor Sean Conley, <laughs> the one who's like he's an osteopath? I was like, what does that even like, mean? That's like remember, like in the Crown, the guy that they all went to. Oh yes, was an osteopath. Oh, does he? His doctor is like uh-huh. yeah, it's like an osteopath. Interesting. Yeah, well, that is a mm. little wacky. Um. So Mr. Trump's remarks echoed the speeches he makes at campaign rallies, though the White House said the appearance wasn't a campaign event. I'm sorry. How is this not a campaign event? And can we just go back to this whole idea that we're not supposed to use, like, federal, like, property for campaigning? Campaigning? That's why it's not a campaign event, because it's technically not supposed to be, but it actually How is it? Right. Like, I mean, what is... 
yeah, yeah, like you have nothing there but people who are, you know, presumably again, I want to put in quote supporters. Um, so he- no, they were supporters because I heard about one rally today that where they give away hundreds of dollars, hundreds of you know, you know, give away money, which you're not supposed to do. And I was like, I go to one, and you go give me a five hundred dollars, I'll go. Well, that's and the then go spend my money and give a lot of it to the Biden campaign. <laughs> Well, that's the thing with that one. That segues me into my other article. This is out of BT, uh, BT.com, as uh, I think this was dated yesterday. Um, and the, um, the article is, the headline is, Candace Owens' Blexit group paid Black people to attend Trump's reckless White House event. <laughs> Not reckless White House. I, I love BT. Tell us how you feel, BT. <laughs> Uh, so it says they just over there all reckless. This reckless girl. I mean, the thing is, like, you're. I. It's just. It's so insane to me. All of this is insane. It's all crazy. The fact that he, you know, came down with COVID nineteen. That his. Um, that the super spreader event was the, you know, the, the Rose Garden event for the nomination of Amy Coney, uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Um, and there's like a litany of people who now have who were at the event or who were somehow connected to someone who was at the event who now have COVID-19. So like, you're just, I mean, like this isn't even like the news cycle on this has not stopped yet. And you're already having another event where the social distancing and the masking is kind of questionable. So, okay. Uh, So Trump's first public rally since contracting COVID-19 was held on the white house lawn, white house South lawn, Raise red flags for a number of reasons. Despite the fact that the president is still infected with coronavirus and many in his inner circle are still sick from his last super spreader event, the event didn't require social distancing, testing, or masks for attendees. Especially alarming is the fact that the event was predominantly attended by Black and Latinx folks. According to reports, they were paid to be there. According to emails obtained by ABC News, numerous Black people had their travel and lodging comped by conservative speaker Candace Owens' group, Blexit. The supporters were scheduled to attend a separate Blexit event and were later reportedly invited to attend a, quote, huge outdoor rally with Trump by the group and asked to fill out a form that notified them that Blexit will cover their travel costs. Blexit is a campaign created by Owens in 2018 that urges African-Americans to leave the Democratic Party. In one of Owens' emails obtained by ABC News, attendees attendees were informed that, quote, everyone must bring a mask to be allowed entry onto the White House grounds and that, quote, absolutely no exceptions will be made. However, that requirement appeared to be loosened by none other than the White House that only recommended masks be worn but didn't demand them. Attendees for Saturday's event were also required to wear a Blexit t-shirt, according to the obtained emails. Quote, everyone must wear a Blexit t-shirt, which will be given to you ahead of the event, no exceptions. Trump addressed the Black and Latino people who attended the event. I'm honored to welcome, we call this a peaceful protest, to the White House in support of the incredible men and women of law enforcement and all of the people that work so well with us. And I have to tell you, our Black community, our Hispanic community, thank you very much. Thank you. He also addressed Owens and her organization. I want to thank the Blexit 
Blexit Foundation for organizing this event. Thank you very much. Thank you. And especially your two founders, two friends of mine, great people, Candace Owens and former Tucson police officer Brandon Tatum. Thank you both. Great job. What a great job. Two really brilliant, smart young people. As for details about the event and what protocols were put in place to prevent the spread of COVID-19, Owens told ABC News, God, she's such an idiot. We are not interested in participating in your obvious media angle here to slander, attack the president regarding (laughs) COVID-19. She is so stupid. She added that it's, quote, about supporting law enforcement in minority communities. According to an ABC Washington Post poll, Joe Biden leads Trump 88% to 9% (laughs) for the black vote. Which honestly, oh man, who's the nine percent? The nine percent are like whoever, like Candace Owens and the other like six like black people that they like try, you know, they like Daniel Cameron. They're like the little like this like random mm-hmm. group of people who are like the poster children for self hatred, and that is it. Like that is, and that is all. Like and whoever like randomly thinks that they need to listen to them. Um, that's who that's who that's who the nine percent are. It's painful. <laughs> it's painful to watch. And the fact that like, you know, you have this other element of like people like, you know, getting paid to be there, which I just think is hysterical. Um uh, or getting you know, like I, I do think that there's definitely like an element of people there who were, you know, just there for the um for the free travel um who knows but um in any case that's um that's that story and again it's just this whole thing with him is just i oh my god i just don't know like i told you the other day we were talking and i said i was like you know there's you know i see the polls and like you know it looks like biden is ahead in a lot of ways in a lot of like a lot of the polls that are coming out but I just like I'm almost like afraid to hope, you know, <laughs> like because I'm like a, like this like I can't like I the level because I do like there's a part of me that feels like he's going to win again and I can't handle like it's already it's just the fact of it the idea uh-huh. of it is so devastating that I can't handle the loss. As, like as a dif- disappointment on top of that <laughs> you know like so it's like if like, I don't hope too hard Aww. then I won't be as disappointed when the already horrible thing that I think that might happen does happen <laughs> yeah yeah I just can't and it's kind of, it's kind of sad because it's kind of like how I was last time I was like I just can't I can't focus on this I got other stuff going on right now Cause that's what I was like moving and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, I can't concentrate on this right now, which is a, a first for me. Right. But mm. yeah, now I was just like mental health wise, like so many things that I just thought would never happen have happened. <laughs> and I just can't, I don't have any faith in people. It's just, yeah, um, it's, it would, it, I just feel like it's, just too good like 2020 has been such a trash year that it just feels like it's too much to hope that this might be the one thing that goes right you know? 
<laughs> so like I just yeah and that's so funny because I like something happened and I was like man if that happened that would be like amazing and then I was like dang that would be like the most amazing thing to happen <laughs> Right. That would be so amazing. So I was like, yeah, that would be like, oh, the Dodgers. Oh. I was like, yeah. I was like, if they like, you know, go, that would be amazing. That would be like a really good thing that happened this year. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I just feel like anything that like I could like get my hopes up for, like, I then I put it in the context of the year that we're having. And I feel like, yeah, no, I, that's not. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's not, that's gonna, not happen. gonna happen. Like that's just too much to like try. Like that, like this, the context of 2020 will not allow that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like I'm just, I can't. I just can't deal. Like I am. I'm, I'm a little bit. Um, I am like somewhat encouraged because this week um, there was a a big uh, statement and petition put out by this group called uh, Pro Life Evangelicals for Biden. Um, and I yeah, so that that was really good. yeah. I posted that today. Um, the article was actually in Christianity Today, um, like earlier this week. And the 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 one of the writers of the article and signers of this statement is uh, Richard Mao, who was the president at uh, Fuller Seminary, which is my seminary, um, when I attended. Like, he's, he hasn't been president mm-hmm. for a while now, but uh, he's been retired for, for a long time now. But he's a very well-known, very well-respected professor and theologian in evangelical circles, as well as, like, basically, like, 10 other well-known evangelical um, leaders um everyone from like billy graham's granddaughter to like uh ron Sider, who is um over this organization and um you know just like a lot of people a lot of names that are very well known in like evangelical circles um and so they made like like, a really like very like well-written statement about like what what um the things that they disagree with biden about but like how like how they're choosing um, to vote for him um, for kind of like this very like just this like, whole idea of like pro-life from womb to tomb and um, you know it was it's just very well right and so because um, uh, that's been one of the biggest kind of complaints about the whole single issue of like abortion like you can't care about the unborn care more about the unborn child than you do about what happens to the child once they get here like it's kind of like a total like okay what happens when the child gets here like we need to like yeah and then as an adult we need to care the entire time about life just life in general not life at certain points yeah just life overall well and the other thing that i think is really important that they point out in the statement too is and it's something that i've been reflecting on as well is that um honestly like what happens with regard to actual abortions um doesn't really change from like administration to administration. Like there's, there have Mm -hmm. been decreases in abortions in during Republican administrations. There have been decreases in abortions during Democrat um, uh, administrations, you know, like it's really, it's, it's this idea that, and I think that that's the driving thing for me, this idea that who is in the white house actually affects like 
the day-to-day like whether someone has access to abortion or doesn't or and therefore has an abortion or doesn't like there's not a direct correlation to those two things like it just isn't you know um and so um and you know and I don't you know like I don't believe that um you know that like I don't feel like Roe v. Wade is like up for grabs in any like real way. Like the idea that like the way that people talk about it being like threatened, like I just don't think it's like a real thing that's ever like actually going to happen. Um, And so then it comes down to, okay, like how do you mitigate on a local level um, what you do about these issues and how you support people and how you find them help, um, how you make it, how you, how do you make it better to have a baby versus not better to have a baby, mm-hmm. you know, and those sorts of things so that mm-hmm. people feel more incentivized to actually like bring a pregnancy to, ter- to term as opposed to um, not, you know, as, as opposed to uh, having an abortion and terminating the pregnancy. Um, so I just think that there's just a lot more to it. And the I do think that like that the idea of like single issue, you know, is I don't know. I just think it's really played out. Like it's not a thing anymore. And I think especially in light of this current administration and the damage that is being done, um, just in terms of the divisiveness and the aggressions um, and the inciting of violence, um, I think all of that is much more problematic to me. Um, And so Mm. if it was a different Republican and a different time, a different, you know, place, a different setting and context. I, you know, I I probably wouldn't feel so strongly, but um, at this point, like, it's just, it's very cut and dry dry for me. And I'm so I I will say I was encouraged by this, like I said, this very prominent group of well-known evangelical names coming out and making a very uh, precise, uh, you know, mm-hmm. endorsement of, of the Biden campaign. Um, so, you know, but again, it's like encouraged, but like guarded. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so that's, mm-hmm. that's where I am with the whole thing. Um, but we'll, I mean, you know, it's, what is it? Today's the, I mean, we're like three weeks away, two weeks away. I can't. I can't. I can't even. Mm-hmm. I think it's three. I'm looking it up. I'm pulling up the calendar, Kristen. I'm gonna look. It. No. One, two, th- yep. Three weeks. It's this week. Yeah, three full weeks. So. Well, if you're in Atlanta, early voting starts tomorrow. There you go. Yeah. Do do that if you can early vote. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go out probably. Friday. Um, what is this? So anyway, um, so that's that's newsworthy for today for this week. Um, we'll see what happens. Yep. Okay. Oh Jesus. Okay. Help us, Lord. Yes, indeed. All right. What you got? So. The viral vox is going to harken back to something that you mentioned, Mm. which was that dang fly. Oh, the fly. The fly and all of the many memes that were immediately 
immediately upload it like while it was still happening girl uh, so that was hilarious to me so one is of like an alien and like did you see that with the like kind of holding up their dress uh, so going up some stairs like very elegantly like they're going to a ball and it's like the fly entering the debate hall like <laughs> it was crazy and somebody wrote, Russell Hartness, this just in, Jeff Goldblum has confirmed to play the fly on SNL. Oh, no. Um, and there's, like, a cartoon with, like, a fly, like, on the phone going, the fly on the phone with his friends, like, yes, B, did you see me on TV? <laughs> um, the fly is Mike Pence subha. The Fly is Mike Pence's only black friend. That was uh, hilarious. Um, another one that I loved was like a fly on a leaf and it had a little microphone in front of his face. Uh-huh. And he said, I just couldn't stand by and listen to his lies any longer. <laughs> that cracked me up. All the fly memes. All the fly memes. Yeah, the internet is undefeated. Undefeated. And then they're talking about the other flies at home. Like, it's a whole, it's so black. I bet the flies at home going crazy right now. Like, my blank uh, fly shine on TV. <laughs> I saw that one. Fly like, Reese said he was going to do that too. Uh-uh. And Fly Rika, your baby daddy on TV. I was not, like, y'all crazy. Not Flyrica. Flyrica, Flyshawn, I can't. Yeah, they are so crazy. So, as always, the internet will never be defeated. No. And as fast as y'all care with those, those dedicated y'all are to all these memes, y'all better go vote. Y'all better That's go it. vote. You know, and honestly, I was thinking about that today. I don't know what made me think about that, but like, I was like, you know what, if people would just turn out like they turned out, you know, uh, in 2008, you I remember being in line, it's a super long line in, in 2008. Um, and I like, I was like, it was this strange combination of being like, it, like elated to see like so many people coming out to vote. And then, like, simultaneously being like, where have you all been? Like, where have you where y'all all been? been all this time? All this time. Like, like shocked to a- hear Shaq say that it was, this was his first oh, election he voted in. I know. I saw that headline. I didn't read the article, but I was like, what? Like, yeah. So, uh, and that's, that's, even, that's crazy. Like, I was just like, okay, you were like. Yeah, I, that, I, that I, I it's amazing to me, and I just don't get it because I was like, my family always voted to the point if my parents found out somebody didn't vote, like one person didn't vote, and like my mom was so angry, right, at them. And so, like, again, like we talked about this before, like, I recall going with my parents mm-hmm. to our neighbor's living room, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> to go vote like I remember that like that was always a thing like usually like after um my dad would come home for work we'll all get up together and go vote like that was like the thing I'd go watch them vote Mm -hmm. and it was such a thing but yeah it's always shocking to me when I hear people say that they don't vote 
And I was like, even more than the presidential elections, like these local elections are so important. I just don't understand. Oh yeah, I feel why like, people I mean, don't again, vote. I feel like the local elections are more impactful to your day to day living than like to your day to day life. Like yes, absolutely. Like so, yeah. I yes. it's always shocking to me when people don't vote or whatever and then again like i've said like in 2008 i was just kind of like okay i'm like i'm glad you're all here but where y'all been i'm kind of mad that like like this you know like because it should always be like this there it should always Mm -hmm. be there should always be like a wait there should always be a crowd of people you know like it shouldn't be like oh you just finally decided to come out because there's like you know a black candidate that you want to support which is great like i'm glad that you're out here to support him but like this shouldn't be the only time you're out here. Like, it was just, I was so, mm-hmm. like, undone. I was just like, y'all, come on now. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, if, if we just do that again, let's just, just do that again, people. Just come on out. Do that again, like, out. in large numbers, whatever you have to do. So, um, that's that. The fly killed me. The like, fly. I, again, like, I couldn't watch... I get so annoyed easily, easily annoyed. So I watched like maybe 15 minutes of that debate and then caught the rest of the commentary from everybody else uh, on Facebook. So. It was good. Yeah. 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 So, all right. So wait, tell me everything. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of good news and some sad news. But last week was so much sad news. So let's start with like a lot of good news. Okay. So congratulations to Kelly Rowland. Um, you know, of Destiny Child's fame, who is expecting her second baby. Oh, okay. She posted the most adorable pictures of her baby bump. You know, she's all of like nothing, right? Size nothing, she's tiny. So, yeah, super cute. So, congratulations okay. on your quarantine baby. Good for her. Good for her. Oh, talk about quarantine babies. Mm. Okay. Sierra and Russell Wilson's son is just the cutest little nugget. Oh, he's cute. Have you seen this baby? I've had not since the initial pictures. He is super cute. Oh my gosh. No, there's like, they had a little video of him, like where he was like, they're they're up, and apparently it was like late at night. Mm -hmm. It was like a few weeks ago. And he's just like up and chilling. They're like, yeah, he's up, won't go to sleep. So we just up with him. And he is just like the cutest little. He's just adorable. I was like, oh uh, my god, they're Cute both like beautiful. So like, of course they're making beautiful. And he looks just like his daddy. Oh. I was like, he got some strong genes because the little girl looks just like him. And yeah, and this baby, like literally, he spit this baby out. So so like he spit the baby out. Yeah, that's cute. Good. Crazy. So yeah. So. Another little famous baby. Happy third baby. A third baby. Third birthday to Adonis Graham, who is the son of Drake and his um, porn star baby mama. Oh, yeah. So um, (laughs) who is now who is now an artist? Okay, good. I'm glad that she's now an artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she's you know, he's helped. You know, her life has changed. Great. She's French. Okay. Um. So yeah. <laughs> that, like you, <laughs> she's French. Like that. I'm just adding. Like, that no, I'm just adding little facts. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I'm just adding more facts about her. Uh, the next thing was like, Adonis, have you seen this child? Is like blue eyes, curly blonde hair. Oh, cute. 
He looks like um, Drake's mom. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Because like... he's mixed, right? Yes. Oh, that's funny. Now, is she, can... is she French or French Canadian? Uh, I think she's like French from Paris. French. <laughs> Paris? Yeah. <laughs> that's as French as no, you no. girl. You can't be more French than For me, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, she's not French Canadian. I meant to say like French from France, not like from Paris, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, shut up. She is from France. Yeah, oh, I don't think she's French Canadian. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Oh, yeah, she's French French from Paris. Okay. Yeah, she yeah, that's that French Canadian stuff. And she ain't from New Orleans. Yeah, nah, no, she's not, from, uh, yeah, she ain't that New, she ain't that Nola French. Yeah, um, she ain't that Nola French. She's from Paris. Girl. Gay, she's from Paris, girl. Gay Paris. Gay Paris. Oh. Okay, so we have some housewives news. I'm moving on. I'm tired of you. Um so um yeah, Housewives news. So, congratulations to model and Real Housewives of Atlanta cast member Cynthia Bailey on her marriage to Mike Hill yesterday. Okay. Grand affair in Atlanta. Oh. Um, Mike Hill is um like a sports personality, TV personality. So, okay. he's been on like ESPN. Now he's with Fox News. Mm-hmm. Um, Fox Sports. Um, so yeah, so they had about 250 guests because oh, wow. yeah, that's I guess still allowed. They didn't do it in the city of Atlanta, they did it outside, like in Cobb County. Okay. Um, so okay. a little more relaxed rules there, but they did have they're like they had the venue deep clean, like by their people. They had like temperature checks, everyone had to, you know, wear masks. They so they moved the had the chairs separated. I was like, yeah, I saw a whole lot of people taking pictures together without masks on, so whatever. Um, so, yeah, because people were like, oh, I'll just take my, my mask off and take a picture. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that still defeats the purpose, but okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so congratulations to them. Um, this is her second marriage. She is also known as having um, a child, her only child, with Leon. Who's Leon? You don't know Leon, Leon the actor, <laughs> model, like you know who he is. You don't like know Leon. <laughs> you know, brother man from Down the Street. You don't know him. Brother man, apartment number four. Yeah. <laughs> but you laugh, but most people know who most black people know who Leon is. Okay, so let me tell you. You're gonna know who he is okay, when I tell, tell you. Tell me. So he played like Jesus in Madonna's Like a Prayer video. Okay. He was, um, I think it was it David Ruffin in the Temptations movie. Okay. God, sometimes you're so not black. I like know, I like forget. Oh, like okay. Again, if you're raised in a black household, you know who we are. This is the problem. This is where the disconnect. This is the problem. I'm just saying. Okay, I'm looking him up right now. Hold on. I'm sure when I see He just goes by Leon. And I remember, like, when they got together, like, a long time ago, and, like, they were in, like, Ebony and Essence, these two beautiful black people with their little chocolate baby. Okay. So cute. Okay. Okay, yes, I know who he is. 
I was like, I know you know who he is because he's like a His person. His full like, name is Leon just, Robinson. But no one ever calls him Leon Robinson. Like, they just call him Leon. Oh, I can't. Oh, yeah, he was in the Five Heartbeats. Five Heartbeats, cool yeah. Runnings. Yeah, he's been in a million things. He's- Waiting to excel. Yeah, he's like super popular. That's why I was like, okay. Like, he's, like, 90s popular. Like, 80s, 90s I was going to say, popular. like, nothing recent. Yeah. Nothing recent. No, no, no. He's been kind of on, um, he comes on the housewives sometimes, because they, like, talk, or, like, there'll be a thing with their daughter, who's now in college, but um, every now and then, there's, like, a, you know, he'll make an appearance. hmm But, yeah. Um, but yeah, lovely. I, who um, I also saw in an airport, and he is very good looking. Yeah, he's like again. Good. This was during the nineties. Yeah, he's striking. during his prime time. Prime time saw him in an airport, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, wow!" Like yeah. So um, yeah. So Leon, who wished them well, because they never married. Um, they're together for a little while, but he um wish them well so it's like that's nice well that's appropriate i mean come on Evan. yeah he's also remarried he has not re- not remarried but he isn't married so okay whatever okay so some other exciting news now this is the one franchise of i watch potomac they're like messy and so i was like they, they're they're getting on my nerves now what's so potomac watching the- it's like the dmv area but what is it? The Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's another franchise. Sorry. Okay. okay. Um, so this is not, and so this is the other franchise that I do enjoy, or I did enjoy for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, the Real Housewives of New York is getting their first black housewife. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that was still on. What the Housewives of New York? I haven't watched it in a while. Is it different Housewives? Oh Lord Jesus! What like? What do you mean? Is it different Housewives? Like then, different then people they, on New York? They started with. Is it like a, in New York? Yeah, the New York one. Um. Yeah. Like so, I think Ramona is still on, and I think um. Oh, wow. Jill may be still on and a lot of times with the housewives they kind of rotate in and out so some people like Nene was out some seasons on Atlanta now she's out again at some point she's probably gonna come back so yeah so sometimes they like kind of rotate people in and out sometimes interesting so uh, like Bethany was off when she got married her husband didn't want her on the housewives so she got off when they got divorced or like they're still technically not divorced when they broke up she went back on the housewives. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, yeah. So they some people kind of come in and out. So um I don't know what the current cast looks like now. Okay. <laughs> no idea. Because yeah, it changes. It changes. Cause some people come on, they're real boring. They they gotta go. So um yeah, so Ebony K. Williams, she's an attorney and television host. Okay. Um, announced Thursday she was joining the cast. Um, she's now on, I think, like a radio show with Remy Ma and Joe Button, who are hip hop people. Okay. Um, she's been on a show on Fox. Um, she's been a guest on Sean Hannity's show. 
Um, and yeah, she's done some things. So now she announced that she's going to be on the Real Housewives of New York. And her statement, it said, New York City is filled with successful and dynamic Black women. I'm excited to join this legendary franchise as the first Black housewife. Can't wait to share a slice of life in this city that hasn't been seen before. Anyone who's aware of my work knows I don't hold back. I'm going to keep it just as real here as I do everywhere else. So I'm just going to see how they're going to fold her in Mm -hmm. because it doesn't seem like she's in the circles that these women are in. Mm -hmm. So this will be interesting to see how they kind of make that happen. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know much about her. Like, you know, does she, like, they all have houses in the Hamptons. The one who didn't have a house in the Hamptons, who had a house in the Berkshires, they literally acted like she was an alien. Um, what do you mean you don't have a house in the Hamptons and on the right side of the Hamptons? Wow. So you live downtown. Who lives downtown? Like, so, yeah, so it, <laughs> like, so this will be very interesting. To mm, okay. So, yeah. Um, so that is that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to just like wrap this up because. Honestly, people have been kind of like behaving. Like there hasn't been like a lot of like crazy stuff going okay. on. So, okay. yeah, well, more, not good for me, but good for just humanity, <laughs> I guess. For the world at large, I feel like it's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, like the same people that we've been talking about acting up, like that's still going on. Like the whole Meg and Tory Lanes thing. Mm-hmm. Like he finally got char- charged this past week. I saw that, which so, I was like, finally, yeah. thank God. Right. So, like, you know, so like those kind of things are still going on. I'm just like, oh God, I'm so tired of talking about these people. So, yeah. So, yeah. So that kind of thing. So, the big celebrity news this week, and again, this is kind of um, across all genres and not, you know, just not just black pop culture. Um, the passing of Eddie Van Halen from uh, cancer at the age of 65. Yeah, I saw that. So sad. <clears throat> and um, how his son, Wolfgang, Wolfie, mm-hmm. uh, confirmed um, his death. And it was so nice. Like, I guess, like, in recent years, they have been, you know, kind of playing together mm. and um, kind of, like, you know, had this, like, you know, stronger, you know, relationship. He's been sober. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, and he was diagnosed with cancer like almost 20 years ago. Yeah, and he's was, had struggled with it for a long time. Yeah, they said he was cancer-free, I guess, around 2012. And I guess, it, you know, it came back. And, yeah, so, you know, just really sad. And I like that um, uh, Va- Valerie Bernelli, his ex-wife, mm-hmm. um, tweeted a... A picture of them together with their when with their son when he was a newborn, mm-hmm. and she wrote, 40 years ago, my life changed forever when I met you. I'm so grateful Wolfie and I were able to hold you in your last moments. I will see you in our next life, my love. So that was really sad because they've been divorced now for, for a little while, but it's kind of always been like, you know, like they were each other's like great loves, even though they've since remarried she was at his last wedding Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff they were just like very young when they were together yeah doing very destructive things yeah doing very destructive like 
drugs and rock and roll and you know rich and like unsustainable but like you know like a great love that just wasn't like meant to be forever unfortunately so but they still you know like very much loved each other and they were family so so yeah so that was very very touching and just sad yeah that was really sad and also like I saw her tweet and then I made the mistake of looking at the comments people are absolutely insane like because it was like because your tweet you you read it so like this very like beautiful like homage to like the father of her son and like basically you know like you said like an old love or whatever you know that's kind of like turned into like this like sustained friendship and obviously they like co-parent with you know their kid or whatever and people like there was a litany of like crazy people who commented on it were like uh you know basically like calling her rude and he's not your love he's married to whatever I'm sure that's not what his wife thinks and that like I mean just like crazy like crazy stuff and I was like how did you like first of all I just the the people who are just sort of like out on the like you know just these trolls who like just troll people's you know posts for the sake of saying whatever random thing I was just like you literally have nothing better to do. Like, how did you even get there from what what she wrote? Um, yeah, my thing is, like, you really don't know people's family dynamics. Like, I, you know, we don't, you know, come from, like, um, I'm trying to say this another way instead of the way that's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I don't want to say we didn't come from broken homes. Like, you know, like, right. our parents were married. You stay married. Yeah. So I was trying to find the better way to say that. But, you know, so, like, but even then, like, I know other people who successfully co-parent. And especially how my family is, once you're in the family, like, there was um, one of my, my cousins. Mm-hmm. He was married to someone, had two children with her. Mm-hmm. And um, they got divorced, like, a few years. They weren't married that long. He since went on to marry, like, two or three other women after her. But this woman, like, has his children. She will always, she's, like, always been a very, like, integral part of our family. Like, to this day. And it's like, you know, like, you, you are in the family. Like, you have kids. Like, you know, they had a relationship. The mother, like. You know, people have no idea, like, how real functional relationships work. Right. Or, like, how people co-parent or... That part, yep. Like, how you can still love someone. Like, clearly they had a friendship. Like, she was at his wedding to this woman. Right. Like... I mean, it's... They're... It's so so dumb. Like, first of all, like, I do think that, like, especially... Like, if you've had kids together, then, like, clearly, like, everybody needs to figure out how to work this out. You know, like... We like we're all like everything needs to become about like how to make how do we how do we get this kid okay through all of this you know like we continue to parent him well together we continue to be like civil with one another like whatever this I mean unless there's like serious abuse okay like that notwithstanding like then you know there should be like everyone working together to figure this out and if if you can do it in a way that's like healthy and civil and like whatever then perfect like that's the like that's the ideal that's not always the case but like you know so it's just you know it's just that part that people like don't understand that that, that's like 
Like we yeah, we don't have to be like Michael Beach and his family. But <laughs> what, what is Michael Beach? Do you know about this? No, Michael Beach. Okay. You know who Michael Beach is, right? Yes. He's like the cheating husband of every 90s movie, like yes. horrible man giving people <laughs> HIV. Yes. Oh, his cute self. So Michael Beach, um, you know, had a wife that he was married to for a while, has, you know, several adult children with her. Okay. They got divorced. He got remarried to this. She's slight. She's younger than him. Like a younger woman has a few more kids. His ex-wife lives with them. Okay, I know. <laughs> no, 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 that's mm-hmm. not what I mean. <laughs> They're like, she was having some like issues. And yeah, she was having some issues. They had her move in. Like she helps with the kids. And like, they're just like this one big happy family. And I'm like, no, that's weird. So <laughs> yeah, no, that's not a thing. Uh-uh. Yeah, but uh, I was like, leave it to that Negro Michael Beach. No. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, no. So not that, like, not necessarily that, but like, definitely okay, like, yeah. some, like, yeah, like some version of like it's you know we are all gonna figure this out. Like, um, so. That's you know, but it was just like, and that was like that was just one of like a bunch of like somebody else like made some disgusting comment about his um his using drugs, you know, um and so like be basically like um or like you know his like years of smoking or whatever like basically like if he died of cancer it's his fault. I mean, like just like some really awful awful things where I was just like, dude. Who are these people? Like, it's almost... And he's and he's talked about that, too. He said, like, you know, it might be that. But he also had this thing, like, he talked to his doctors that the kind of pick that he used to use was made out of some kind of um, metal that could have caused cancer as well. Right. I and mean, so his doctor said... So they, and whatever the reason they, is, like, no one deserves to die. No one deserves before, to because die of a because you chose that they have. or whatever. You know, it's just sort of like... I mean, I get that that's, like, a direct consequence. Like, some things, there's, like, a direct link from, like, your behavior to, like, what happened. But, like... But we do realize we didn't always know that, remember? We And, like, okay. Like, so, like, people make bad choices or whatever. Like, because like after they die, you rub it in? Like, I don't understand. Like, how is that helpful to anybody? Like, what are you... See, you're good, because I couldn't... I don't... I can't read comments. I... No, I and I just... Comment. It was really, like... I just did not expect it. Like, I was just like, oh, I just kind of scrolled down expecting people to, I was really expecting people to be like, you know, one, like empathetic and compassionate, which obviously like, that was totally off beat on, off the just beaten path on that one. But then it was also mm-hmm. like, I just thought there would also be people just like, you know, like, you know, uh, homages to him, you know, like I was just sort of like, oh, I like, just want to see like people sort of like reminisce or be like, you know, he was my first concert back in, you know, my when I was, you know, teen or whatever, you know, like I thought it was just be like more things around him and, you know, other people just sort of like mourning alongside her. But like, honestly, the top comments were also discussing that I never even like, I didn't keep scrolling. Like, I didn't even like keep going because I was just like, oh, this is awful. This is just terrible. Who are these awful people? It was. Yeah, no. I heard like the most heinous story that I have heard like in a lifetime. I'm not even going to repeat it, but a father caused the death of his child, and the mother commented about 
you know, how distraught she was on her Facebook page and the comments from the people, where were you? Oh God. Why weren't you there? And it's like, okay, you realize that that's her father, not a boyfriend. Right. He had, she had to split cut. They weren't together. Right. So you don't think anything's going to happen when you give your, you know, let your child stay with their father. I, I, I saw two horrible stories like that this week. And it's just like, you don't imagine that. You're like, this is your child. You're supposed to love that child just as much as I do. Right. You haven't given me any reason up until this point for me to think that you don't. Right. So why would I think that this horrible, horrific thing is going to happen? You would. So yeah, people were blaming her. And I was like, where were you? Like, you're, like you're with your child 24-7. Yeah, I mean, it's people are horrible. People are horrible on the internet. Like, I, I was like, and I, I just, I, it's, it's incredible to me. Just like I said, like I was just so flabbergasted by these comments, um, to her on this post that was so like, you know, beautifully written and like well stated. <laughs> and I was just like, mm-hmm. what, what is even happening here? I'm so confused. So yeah, I was aghast oh god it's so ridiculous so i just again i want people to be better do better yeah yeah say nicer things because say nicer things this is unnecessary totally totally unnecessary so um so yeah rest in peace eddie van halen i i loved van halen back in the day like there's like one of those like random like you know, being in mm-hmm. um, LA. LA and just sort of like, you know, that was just what you like, you know, what was on the radio, what you listened to, what other people had. Like, I'm sure I had a Van Halen like cassette tape or, um, you know, so. Yeah. And I just remember I was obsessed with David Lee Roth. Yeah. So I was, I think I was, I was definitely younger. more obsessed with David Lee Roth than I was with Eddie Van Halen, but, um, you know, cause he was sort of like the, yeah. the front man. But... He was, and then like goofy and fun. Like, yeah, I'm literally like thinking right now singing just a gigolo. Like, yeah, he's just so crazy. So, so yeah. So yeah, I didn't know like Eddie Van Halen until much later. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. Like just the stuff that he did, like the whole music on beat it. Mm-hmm. which I know like every person has heard if they don't know Van Halen like you've all heard that right so just like amazing <clears throat> guitarist so yeah huge so rest in peace Eddie Van Halen mm-hmm. all righty what else you got that's it I'm done let's okay. get personal so I can go to sleep no <laughs> Okay. So I can finish eating my treat and go to sleep. Oh my gosh, yeah, the treat that you started. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, my let's get personal is, okay, so one of the things I did do this morning was I've been procrastinating about this uh, garage door situation because my garage door, the um, it just hadn't been working. Like, And I knew what I needed to do to fix it. I ordered the part that needed to be ordered and fixed. But, like, it's literally just been sitting there. And there's, like, a list of things that, like, aren't happening. Like, this trickle-down effect of, like, the, the garage door being stuck in the shut position. So one is I had a few things in the closet that I want to, like, 
move out of the closet to make room for other things that are just taking up kind of other space that, sh- you know, like is inconvenient. So I'm like, okay, if I could move that to the garage, then I can put these things in that space and that'll like, everything will be like in a, in their right place. So that was one thing. The other thing is I haven't gotten my car washed because I'm like, I, the garage is door is stuck in the closed position and I don't really want to get my car. My car needs to be washed. I don't really want to get it washed because I'm going to have to park it outside because the garage door is so like, it's just like this building list of like things that were like all reliant on me doing this one thing. And the one thing wasn't even that hard. Mm. But like, I just was like not doing it. So finally this morning I was like, okay, like I woke up like super motivated and I was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm not even going to cook breakfast first. I'm going to like feed the animals take the dog out and bring him back in. And when I bring him back in, I'm going to go out to the garage. So that's what I did. And honestly, it's oh. almost embarrassing because it took me all of like 15 minutes. Like oh. <laughs> it was so easy to fix this one thing that needed to, I just needed to like take the part that was broken down, put in the new part, plug everything back in and then like test it with the remote. Like it was, it was embarrassingly easy and quick and could have been solved uh, just weeks ago when I ordered the part. Um, so all that to say, my garage door is working again, and I'm really pleased with myself and a little and a little embarrassed. <laughs> um, so that's that's what's happening there. Um, and then um, I'm still watching The West Wing. It's coming along fine. Um, Where are you at? Uh, what episode? Um, I'm trying to think. Well, what's happening? Yeah, what's happening? I'm like, what? Uh, they just okay. So I think I'm. I think I might. I don't know, like, because I'm not paying attention to what season I'm in. So I think I might have transitioned into season two, because, or, or like, I'm just like it's a turning point in the administration where they finally decide like that they're gonna like stop kind of being like really wishy washy and like go after what they want to go after and they oh that's the let bartlett be bartlett episode yes that is the let bartlett Mm -hmm. be bartlett episode i just watched that one and they do the polling and then they you know they go up they like it's the poll they they do all these things and then they do a poll and they're in the polling they go up nine points and cj predicted it was going to be five so like and everyone else had predicted that it would be the same but not worse or where it was or whatever Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, so you see how much they like disrespect CJ. Yeah, they get on my nerves with it. Yeah, I don't like. I okay. So let me just. Say, it's still season one. Okay, is that still season one? Okay, so I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, a fan of how CJ gets discounted, and I really, 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 really don't like Mandy. Um, I don't understand why she exists. Um, I really wanted her to get fired um, after they found out about the uh, opposition memo. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't understand why she still has a job. Um, and she just, it seems like all her, in, in like all her into instincts are wrong and off. Wrong. And mm-hmm. so I don't understand why we keep her on the payroll. Um, so those are my I love it. Yeah, she's the worst. She's the Whoever worst. thought making her like a pivotal character, like bad idea. 
Yeah. Um, and then, um, so yeah, so that's where I am. Uh, Charlie's getting death threats from uh, like area nation people. Um, and, but like him and, is, is it Zoe? Are like in a full blown mm-hmm. relationship. Um, and I, okay, okay, here's my question for you. This is, I wanted to do this on air. Okay. Okay. Um, so I love that, like, Sam is, uh, Sam's code name is Princeton, and that C- mm-hmm. DJ is Flamingo, and that mm-hmm. Zoe is uh, Bookbag. Yes. Um, so, Here's my fun question. What do you think your code name should be for the Secret Service? I don't know. Like, I feel like it would be better if you, like, give me a name and I, like, Oh, okay. That's a good one. All right. Um, uh, let me okay. try. Okay. Oh, God. I feel like I need to come up with my answer next week because I have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then that's what we'll do because I wanted I wanted to spend okay. some time with it too. Okay, so next week. Yeah, I was like, I, I want to I want to spend some time with this. Okay. Oh my god, good question. Yes, I love it. Okay, okay. so next week, much to everyone's delight, I'm sure <laughs> you will wait with bated breath all week long. But Kristen and I will come up with secret service code names for one another. Um, and please share yours with us if you have. Yeah. Yeah. Start thinking about a name that you think. Because yeah, CJ doesn't like that her name is Flamingo, but it's actually. Really- and I think it's so perfect for her because she's like just tall and lanky. Yes, and just, it's it's elegant. Flamingos are elegant. I was like, I think it's cute, but Zoe's is the cutest. Book bag is just adorable. book bag is terrific. Um, and and I even Sam like I love that Sam's Princeton like I think that's really funny. Um, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, so all these things, like, I was just like, you know, it's like those little things, like, I think are actually like really well done and cute or whatever. I still, mm-hmm. I still think it's super snappy. Um, but it is, but I love it so much. <laughs> and I like got it because, like, they're okay, it's so like self aggrandizing, like, it's such a like a show like that, but I just. I love it. And it gets like it gets better. Okay. But yeah, like the first season is like pretty sappy. Like I said, it with the music and all that, it adds to that. Yeah. But and like and I do I'm so used now I'm so used to it too. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. So one of the really sappy not sappy, but really like corny things that they do is whenever which I like how they do it as compared to that other show that I thought was horrible. What was the name of that show? <laughs> I'm not sure. The one where the um the guy becomes um the the designated survivor. Oh, I should have known. <laughs> that I got so upset about and how the they one explained that you it. Hate so much that whenever I cross it on like you know because it's on like Netflix or it's on like whatever Prime Prime uh, so like I'll like be like flipping through like what show to watch and I'll like pass by designated survivor and I chuckle every time <laughs> and what do I do every time I because the same thing happens because I like you know same kind of show so what do I do whatever I pass by it I'm like John Mulaney ugh that guy so yeah I'm just like ugh Ugh, how dare you? How dare you? Oh my god, it's so, so I like how like when they bring up like 
a thing that, you know, most audience people, you know, may not understand. They have like, like with the census, they had like the whole CJ situation Mm -hmm. and Sam. Mm -hmm. And usually Donna is the person where like there's a thing that they want to like present but they think people don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like they'll do it through Donna and Josh. Mm-hmm. So, so that is a little corny, but it's like, it's a good, it's an easy little, it's an easy little way. Cause you know, Donna, that, that kind of like totally fits with her personality. Yeah. What's that Josh? Oh, no. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little corny at times, but um, what's really funny is I told my, um, you know, so I told you, you know, like, you know this, but my director um, at work is, um, so he's like my boss's boss. Um, he's yeah. also obsessed with the West Wing. Like, he's got them all the episodes memorized. He can quote, like, lines or whatever, you know. So I told him about how, like, you know, I'm watching it um, and, like, you're all excited and how I texted you, like, you know, POTUS in a, bic- a bicycle accident. He was, like, in hysterics. He was like, oh, 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 that's terrific. <laughs> that's terrific. That's perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like he was so excited. <laughs> he was so excited, like vicariously, like on your behalf. And then um and then he quoted some line from the like first episode to me and I was like, Yeah, yeah, okay. And so then when I was telling him, like, he was like, So how do you like it? You know, he's like all excited too. And I'm saying to him, like, you know, basically what I'm sharing here. And I said, I was like, you know, it's a little sappy. He was like, or heartfelt. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, or heartfelt. <laughs> sure. You know, either way. Either way, you know, some semantics. <laughs> Pish posh. Tomato, tomato. So, um, okay. <laughs> anyway, so, so that, yes. that's happening. You're, you're crazy. So, <laughs> are you, I'm sorry, are you done? Because I know we started off with like me going into the whole West Wing thing. So, you probably still have stuff to say. Um, no, my only other thing is for the first time in a long time, a show actually made me have a nightmare. Um, I, uh, so I, I think I've mentioned. Mm-mm. You cannot, you cannot talk about that show. Mm-mm. Why? Because I'm going to have a nightmare. Like I'm not going to describe by it. By proxy. In, I'm not going to describe it in detail. I'm, oh, you, oh, you know me. Mm. I'm not going to even give you details. Okay. <laughs> Just suffice. I'm so interested in it because of like the whole historical kind of illusions they make. You cannot. But watch I absolutely show. know no. I cannot watch this show. There is no way so you can watch this on. show. First of all, I had mm. been doing pretty well because most of it. Okay, so we're talking about Lovecraft Country, which is excellent, excellent, excellent. It's sci-fi horror. If you haven't watched it and you like that kind of thing or into it at any level, like it's really well done. Um, There's also, as Kristen just said, like this whole historical element of like the South in like 1954, 55 is where it's set. So there's this bananas, like, you know, racial uh, tension piece to it. Um, So it's, it's, it's terrific. Um, But it's also like, bananas like it's just bananas crazy most of the sci-fi horror piece has been heavier on the sci-fi part um but there is like a lot of blood and gore and then this last episode last week so not the episode that drops tonight but last a week ago had this especially horror element to it like just a horror theme that's been in a lot of horror movies i won't allude to it in specifics 
but it was so creepy and so awful that I actually and I watched it Sunday night I literally had a nightmare and I was like that's not my thing like I'm not typically like that affected by like watching things but I had like a full-on nightmare where I was calling for my mother calling for my father like they like I was like I was and I woke myself up like screaming and I was like oh my gosh like you know like I was and it was all it was all with regard to this one element of the of the show and so I was Mm -hmm. just like okay so I really need to like either like stop watching or I need to like watch it like in broad daylight you know like not watch it like you know before going to bed because I had essentially watched it like right before going to bed um yeah it is it's it's so well done that it is actually like horrifying and I don't that type of horror I don't typically do I do the sci-fi part not really the horror part so that horror element I should have known I should have looked away. <laughs> I shouldn't have been like so like, but I let myself watch it and that was a mistake. And now I'm like rethinking my whole approach to this show. <laughs> um, yeah, girl. So there is like, and for you, yeah, there's there's been done stuff that you could not have watched because I know how scary you are. So yeah, mm-mm. No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Lovecraft Country, still recommend it, but maybe in broad daylight with lots of friends over or like, you know, something uh, socially distanced, <laughs> something broad daylight, broad daylight, not before you go to sleep. That's that's my I was thinking, I don't know, but I want to do like a movie night, a Zoom movie night. Let's pick a movie. Netflix party again worked for me after I tried again, but we can do the same thing with Zoom. So, okay, that'll be fun. Oh, I'm also excited to announce that um, because the cases of COVID 19 have been getting lower and lower and sustaining at very low numbers where I work, I am now uh, ready to have a socially distanced. Uh, like outdoor, very small get-togethers. <laughs> so in a couple of weeks, we are doing a reactivation of the Sisterhood of the Soft Pants at, at Annette's house. Boo. Boo. Just the three of us, Annette Boo. and Falana and myself. Um, and we are all... Um, yeah, we are... We can zoom you in. We can definitely zoom you in. It's going to be on uh, the Saturday, the 24th. And um, yeah, we can definitely zoom you in. And we will be outside and under her pergola in the backyard, fire pit, uh, and socially distanced. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And honestly, like, I have not seen um, them in I, since since I saw them in March in March we went to the um w- the pub choir that was like the last mm-hmm. thing that's the last time I saw them that was like mid March sheesh yeah so um I mean we've like talked and zoomed and done a million of those things um yeah. we've, you know but we have not like face to face encountered one another since um 
whatever that date was. I mean, it must have been like, it must, it was like right before uh, LA. It was like eight or nine days before LA like shut down officially. And so that had to have been like March 15th or something or like the 12th or 15th, like in that little window right there. So crazy. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited that I like, I now feel safe enough to, um, to en- okay. engage. Okay. Yeah. I'm still so thinking about it. I don't know. I miss the girlies, but you know, I'm a little leery about, you know, um, what you call it, having that be my kind of um, tandem spot because they're kind of back in school and in-person school. So I was like, right. No, I don't think I can do it Um, now. So yeah. Um, What was I going to say? Well, awesome. 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 So what's your, um, apparently, Oh, first of all, I just, this just in, Okay. Um, I was going to start off with some some um, sports news, but we've had some very big sports news that happened since we've been on. The oh. Lakers are the 2020 <gasps> NBA yes! champions. Oh, yes. yes. Go Lakers. Oh, it's like yes. a homage to Kobe. I love very it. much so. So oh, all thank all you, Lord. The- yeah, all of the pictures that people are posting are kind of like LeBron with his many, many um, championship. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's one that has Gigi and Kobe in the back. And there, oh. there's one that, have, one that I saw that has um, um, just like the starting lineup like you know all together and then like Kobe's kind of in shadow in the back so this you know this was kind of the Kobe year so Mm -hmm. it's amazing that they were actually able to um make it happen so what a wonderful way to honor him by winning this year huge oh I'm so glad I'm so glad I'm like like, you know I'm not a huge basketball fan I like basketball but it's not like I follow it or whatever but um I was really like holding out hope for the Lakers and for all the Lakers uh, especially like I'm like a Lakers fan just by the fact that it's LA but like the fact that so many people I know are like die hard like Laker fans and so um mm-hmm. yeah I'm so glad I'm so glad especially this year again it's this crap year that once let us all be reminded started off crappy <laughs> with the death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the uh, all the other uh, people all the other girls that were on the the helicopter and and the just um the coaches and all of that so like it started off horrible and that's like how we started off this terrible year pre-pandemic um so to have this kind of be to be this far into it and have this this little bit of light that feels really really good so yay thank you for that thank you for that breaking news Kristen Breaking news, breaking news. So apparently this is championship number 17 for the Lakers. So awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations. And I'm very happy for all of my diehard Laker fans. 
Yeah. As many people I mentioned, I was a Laker fan. I was not a Kobe Bryant fan. Like I realized and acknowledged his talent, but was not a fan mm-hmm. of his, you know, of his. And I was a Laker fan on hiatus all that time that he <laughs> was on the team, which is a very long time. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, so you know, so I'm happy, you know, I am fond memories of Laker games when I was growing up when I was little mm-hmm. so um yeah, yeah yeah so congratulations to them also I'm also happy for my At- uh, this also just in for my Atlanta Falcons um oh. folks okay uh, oh they ain't winning nothing but they have fired their GM and coach because they have taken losing like I didn't think you could get worse than them in that Super Bowl Against the Patriots. That was was terrible. Um, And then when they, you know, a couple weeks ago, they were up the whole game, like, by a lot, and then lost it in the last, like, literally the last two minutes of the game. Mm -hmm. I saw that. Yeah, so Atlanta Hawks fans, you know, one guy, he's so funny. He's from L.A., but has lived out here for a long time. So he's like a Laker fan, and he, you know, Season tickets, takes his son to, like, spring training, you know, to the training camp and, you know, season ticket holder, all of that. And, like, literally he was like, I'm not watching the Falcons anymore. Like, I just can't do it. I was like, yeah, you're used to winners. So that's part of it. So mm. he's like, I can't do it anymore. And then like last week, I guess he's like, I'm gonna throw these jerseys away. He's like, I'm tired, I'm done. Like they're uh-huh. getting on my nerves. So like he's like, so last week he's like, gosh, Sunday is a lot more pleasant, like, you know, when I'm not watching them. <laughs> he's like, I can get into this. I was like, dang. But yeah, so people were like upset at the Falcons and their just inability to win and like lack of heart. So Finally, what people have been asking for for a couple of years now has finally happened. They are fired the GM and the coach. So okay, hopefully that will mean something later. And last but not least, my boys, my boys in blue. I can't say that I've watched much baseball this year because I hate, again, I hate watching baseball on TV. Mm-hmm. I will only watch the World Series on TV. <laughs> it's so boring to watch on TV. I like it during the game. Like the part of the, like, I love is like the being there, the atmosphere. I know you don't like it at all, but I was like, still like being at the game to me is like the best part of it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they have advanced to the National League Championship again. So exciting! Good. If they when they are playing again, like was it last year or the year before? I think it was the year before last. Mm-hmm. Did they? Did they? I can't remember. Did they go last year? I know they won 2017, 2018. I can't remember 2019. Um, but, you know, they're playing. Yeah, I know, I know you don't know. I'm I asking myself. Yeah, um, they are starting playing. I have my T-shirt from the World Series from 2017, like, literally next to me. Because um, nice. I need to fold. I need to fold it and put it. I'm going to wear it one, probably tomorrow. I'm probably going to wear it tomorrow. Because um, they're going to start. The championship against who are they playing? You ask. I do the ask Braves. That. Okay. Oh. Oh, so you are in the wrong place for this. Yes, but um, I will still 
proudly wear my Dodgers gear. It's kind of cool now. So I'm like, I'm probably going to wear, gosh, I think I put it, it's in um, my storage, and not in storage, but in my like ball clothes, my Dodger hoodie. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to break that out as well because I'm going to be representing my boys in blue all next week um, and hoping they are again on the path to another World Series. Like, again, I leave town and they're just like back-to-back World Series. Like, what is happening? So, yeah. I was like, okay, great. Bye. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) My feelings aren't hurt. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Whatever. Um, I'm hoping this year they weren't able to win for Vin, but, you know, whatever. You know. (laughs) still you know he didn't die so I'm like there you go so um yeah so I'm excited 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 about that um again as I've already expressed I'm very excited about you watching the West Wing I thought about I told you I thought about it this past week and I was like oh my gosh like how delightful um (laughs) I find (laughs) these texts from you Uh, like I shared that one and when you found out Elizabeth Moss was in that tweet, I was like, like, baby Elizabeth Moss. How is that possible? And she's literally like, I mean, baby. She, like, she's so young. So young. She's like, she may as well be a baby. Like, she is so young on this. <laughs> and it's like crazy to look at. Like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, she is like a baby. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I was like, yeah, her and Dule are like kids. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, yeah they're totally, totally. And the thing is, I knew, I knew Dule Hill like got his, you know, kind of like his big start on on West Wing. So, mm-hmm. like, I knew he was on there, so I wasn't like surprised to see him. But like when she came on the scene, I was like, okay, shut up, I can't. Yeah, because that's the thing. Because like he's in like. Um, cause he was in the show a lot more than she was just because of what his job was on the yeah. show. And well, then I mean, he's, he's in also like, the advertisement. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's in the advertisements. Like he's a, you know, more pivotal character than she is. But yeah, like, like I said, like throughout the show, you're, people are going to pop up and you're going to be like, what? It's like yeah. law and order. Every actor yeah. has been on the West wing. It's like crazy. And then if you watch scandal, the scandal West wing crossover is like, bananas so yeah so so I love that I love that so yeah so the, and then the other text first lady Rizzo I was like oh my god yes first lady Rizzo I was like Rizzo can't be the first lady I was like I'm sorry <laughs> Rizzo can't be the first lady that doesn't even add up like she didn't even finish high school she didn't uh- finish high school <laughs> yes she did she didn't drop out we're not really sure the status of Rizzo's graduate. Oh, I, mean, I would be come surprised. On, let's think the best. At least she graduated from high school. We know she didn't go to college, but come I on, she would. She finished I high school. They know. all finished except for one guy, right? Who? Which guy? No, he like repeated. He had to go to summer school. Or no, like the um, a lot of them had to go to summer school. The um. Why can I not think of their name now? I know this. Danny Zuko, like his his little squad. Which I one? can always think of. No, his squad, like his group of guys. 
Oh, and Nikki uh, and all of them, whatever the the birds, something birds. Were they the Thunderbirds? Thunderbirds. Yeah, I, that is real, okay. I literally just watched Grease two weeks ago. I've seen this so many times. We've gone to the sing along more than multiple. once, yes. multiple times, and I know Pink Ladies because yeah, come on, I'm a Pink Lady, but um, I cannot remember their name right now. That's so sad. Anyway. They flunked gym, so they had to go to summer school. All of them. Mm, okay. Um, so that's they dunked their coach or whatever. They were trying to dunk their coach at the end. Um, yeah. So anyway, oh my gosh. So again, so delightful. <laughs> Makes me like smile on a sad day. Um, keep <laughs> on watching. I'm so happy. Like you have no idea. That oh, I can finally God. share this with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> Vanessa's never gonna watch, <laughs> but I did get her to watch all of Shit's Creek. So I, I well, I started Shit's Creek, uh, but I'm stuck at like episode four or five, I think. Like, just, okay, again, I, okay. I'm with trying, first I'm seasons of shows suck. Like Parks and Recreation is one of my favorite shows. It's awful only okay now that I've watched the whole thing and I'll go back and like watch season one and go, oh, ha, 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 ha. It didn't catch its stride till season three. Chicks mm-hmm. Creek, the first season, they're unlikable, which is part of the problem. Mm-hmm. It really hits its stride like season three, two. It gets, re- like, they become more likable characters just because of, you know, they become more more ingrained, like more a part of the town. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you know, like they're horrible people. That's like kind of the thing, you know, horrible rich people. But like this little town kind of starts to they start to care about people and each other. Like they never really were around each other and that starts to happen. So it becomes a different show and it becomes really good. So I love it. Yeah, so shit's great, yeah. Again, it's like you have to give it a try. You know, I'm maybe getting- if you do that, I'm going to give Ozark another try because I just can't get into it. Oh, Ozark is so good. Yeah, I can't get into it. I'm like, sure, sure, girl. Okay. I tried. Okay. Oh my- All right. I well, I know. I know. It's a good show. I- everyone says so. Jason Bateman can't beat him. Apparently, did you ever watch him in that other show? What other show? The show where he's with the family and their Arrested Development. Mm-mm. Cause that was his big comeback show. No, people talk about Arrested Development too, and I feel like it's sort of on this like it's on this very back list of things that people always mention that I've never like gotten or never tried to get into. But you know, I'm, the thing is, I'm gonna it's I'm it's gonna come around to it because like I'm at that point where it's just sort of like okay, I've watched a lot of stuff and there's no new stuff like really yet, and you know, studios and things are just now kind of getting back to production. Some production, you know, some things that have been held back are being released, but like for the most part, like you know, running out of shows a little bit. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I didn't watch the whole thing because like there was like a long break. And I didn't watch because they came. It, they had the old seasons. Then they came back with new 
um, season. So I never watched the new ones that when they came back. But it was pretty good. So like that was kind of like his comeback vehicle. And then mm-hmm. he did Juno too. And then he like started getting all these parts again. I was like, oh, so Jason Bateman's a thing again? Okay, sure. Yeah, because he yeah he went like I mean he was basically like he John Travolted it. He did. He was like gone for the longest, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it was just like bam, I'm back. And and it's he's he's really talented. Like he's, he's really, really really talented. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so, in, and in Ozark, he's, it's like, and he's also, everybody on Ozark is great. Like, it's not just him. Like, um, yeah, everyone on Ozark is really good. So, yeah, well worth the watch. Mm-hmm. Um, alrighty. Is that everything? Alrighty. That is absolutely everything. And then some. So, yeah. And then some. I think we covered it. Once again, mm-hmm. goal met. All right, so next week, the exciting reveal of our Secret Service code names. Which you're going to have to remind me of. I will. I'm, I'm going to be working on mine. Okay. Mine for you, that is. Yep, and mine for you. And um, then we'll, I'm sure lots of other bizarre things will happen in the meantime, and we'll talk about that next week. Mm-hmm. All right, peace. <laughs> love and hair grease thanks for tuning in folks bye, bye. wait tell me everything is written and produced by Kristen and andrea find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything subscribe rate and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our facebook page or follow us on twitter and ig at wait tell me pod questions feedback or something you'd like us to tackle email us at wait tell me everything at gmail.com <laughs>